episode of Jews with the News. I'm Eli. I'm Jack. And we have a really amazing episode. I think this is probably going to be one of my favorite episodes uh, we've ever recorded, right, Jack? Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Really um, excited. But before we introduce our guest, uh, we, we want to have a quick, uh, quick talk about Jews with the News. So we want to create good content for you. And the yes. best way to know what is good content for you is to get feedback. So we love doing Jews with the news and we would really appreciate just in the comments or on Instagram, or you can email us, please let us know how you want to make Jews with the news better, how you want us to make Jews with the news better. Right, Jack? Yeah. We want to hear like what kind of ideas you'd like to hear us talk about or kind of just like what you think we're doing good, what we can improve on because we're trying to make this as enjoyable for the, for people who watch as it is for us and to do that we need to hear from you guys and I know a couple people have like reached out to me and Eli saying like oh you should talk about this you should talk about that and like those topics are on the way but the more the better uh, we have a long list of ideas that we want to talk about but if we hear something that you guys think we should talk about we want to do that because we want to make it uh, as appealing to you guys as possible exactly so something that's happening right now obviously we're recording this i don't know this is gonna be up on sunday right right yeah so we're recording this saturday which means that the rays last night just beat the yankees to advance to the next uh part of the playoff the baseball playoffs mm-hmm. and we have issues with the baseball playoffs like there were too many teams so many a part of it teams 16 it, that's half the teams that's more than half the team. That's more than half 30 the team. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pointless. It's so pointless. It, it, it allows any team that can go like 500 for the season, right? Like as long as they don't lose terribly throughout the season, they have a shot at the playoffs. And if this team like just so happens to get lucky, they can be the world champions. Like that's why baseball for so long has forced like 162 games and like they only allow like you know, 12, you know, like 12 teams or 10 teams or eight teams into the playoffs because like you have to be good enough for 162 games before you can have a shot. You know, it's, it's so dumb. I'm so pissed. It's dumb. That's for those of you who don't know, the Astros didn't even break 500. They were 29 and 31. So they lost more games than they won. And they are, it's unfair that they are in the playoffs. First of all, they're, Cheater, cheaters, and nobody likes them anymore. Right, in twenty seventeen, they shouldn't be in the playoffs. Third off, they suck. Yeah, exactly. For those of you who don't know, the Astros in twenty seventeen had won the World Series, and it was announced that they cheated during that whole season. Like they they, they were cheaters, and they still didn't get that World Series revoked. And for me especially, it's a pretty upsetting um, loss because they beat the Los Angeles Dodgers, my baseball team, they shouldn't have, but they did. And it's obviously because they cheated and they still have that, they, the MLB still gave them that World Series, even though everyone knows they're cheaters. And it's just such a devastating loss for, for Dodgers fans. It's so disgraceful. Like, it should have been taken away. Like, obviously you have some bias since you're a Dodgers fan, but like coming from a neutral supporter of baseball, it's stupid. They should have like taken their championship away from them or at least give them more than just like a little slap on the wrist it's kind of it's kind of upsetting exactly 
right now, the fact that they're still in the playoffs after being the worst team in the playoffs on both, like in both leagues, it's so disappointing because they suck and I hate them and I hope they lose. All right. So now that that's out of the way, let's introduce our guest, Sensational. Hey, how's it going? Thank you all for having me. Yeah, do you want to uh, quickly introduce yourself and then we'll get into things? Yeah, sure. Um, my name is Sensational and I'm a St. Louis recording artist. I guess people call me a rapper. And yeah, I've just been putting out music for the past year or so. And I've just been taking it day by day. Thank you all for having me on the show today. Yeah, of course. Now, we have to add, we asked this question to all of our guests who come on. Jack, do you want to ask? Yeah, sure. Okay. So do you think that uh, cereal in milk is a soup? Nah, it's not. It's cereal. Cereal? All but right. I mean, I see, I see how it could be a soup. It's got the um, liquid base with solids inside of it. So exactly. it is cereal, though. It's cereal. All right. Well, let's get into kind of you and your history. So first, let's talk about your music. How did you get into music, recording music? You know, what was, when did you and how did you kind of realize that you wanted to create music? Okay. So the first time I got into music, really, was when my friend Elijah, he made a song on SoundCloud, right? And I was like, man, I know I can do this too. And so after that, I put out my first song and I didn't really think anything of it back then. And so I put out another one a year later and that one got, it received like, it did pretty well, you know what I mean? And so I took like another year off and I was like, wow, I think I wanna do this for real. And so after that, I just started to become more serious with it because I feel, felt like it was something I wanted to do as a professional, you know what I mean? And so I got more serious. And I think it was in the spring of 2019, I put out my first like real release, blew up my phone slash geeking. And that made me realize like it proved to myself that I really wanted to do it, you know what I mean? And so ever since then, I've just been making music. Yeah, for sure. I think, um well, I, me personally, I really enjoy your music. Thank I you. think it's really good. I'm glad that you started and were able to continue it. Shout out Elijah because he got you started clearly. Right. Um, but your name, Sensational, like, is there like a meaning to it or? Of course, of course. How did, how did you come up with it? So look, just do this with me real fast. So say Sensei. Sensei. Chanel. Chanel. Say it fast. It sounds like sensational. Exactly. That's I got it. Yep. Yep. I yeah. like it. I like the wordplay. So do you like make your own beats? Do you like produce your own music or? <laughs> well, in the beginning, yeah, I did. But now I've met so many people who are a lot more talented at producing than I am. So I use tend to use their beats. Like I have a couple good friends like Will, Sam, or Mausha. The crazy part, Jamal Fuego, they're all really solid producers. And I'm actually in a collective of, of other musicians called 10K. And I'm the only artist in there, but they make some solid beats too. So I used to make my own beats. So whenever you hear like Sensei Finna Busha on a song, that's a beat that I made. But other than that, nah, I don't really make beats like that anymore, but I can. Now, this is just like a per, like personal preference question. Did you prefer making your songs when you were the one making the beats or now that you have like these other producers making it for you? 
Um, well, I wouldn't say they're making it for me because like it's right. a collaborative effort, you know what I mean? So right. the song wouldn't exist without their beats and the song wouldn't exist without the lyrics. But I feel like, I don't know, it's a lot more efficient for other people to make beats and let them do what they do as opposed to me making the beat, recording it, mixing it, mastering it, putting it out. It gets the job done a whole lot faster. But I do like a lot of the songs that I made with my own beats, yeah. Yeah, so let's talk about your music process, kind of. So how does that work? Do you kind of write before you start searching for a beat or you start <laughs> collaborating with producers? Where do you kind of get that inspiration from for your lyrics, stuff like that? Right, so the, my recording process now I got to it through trial and error, right? So when I was younger, before I started to take it really serious, I would write the lyrics before I would find the beat, but I realized that would make it so much harder. You know what I mean? Like trying to fit what you were talking about onto a random beat and searching for the beat and stuff like that. And so now, instead of writing the lyrics first, I'll just get on the beat. And then as I'm recording, the lyrics will start to come to me. It's not really a freestyle, but it'll be like me punching lyrics in like as I go and so I've faced like a struggle I say with putting the lyrics out on genius and stuff because I don't have them written down so it takes a long time for me to like type them up and listen to each song to put the lyrics out but yeah I don't really write too much but when I do it's when I like I don't know sometimes I write but I really don't do it as much anymore so then where does this inspiration come from right because you're you're able to without writing or anything come up with these like really creative songs right with really great right. lyrics well i'll say the inspiration comes from other artists that i've listened to like an example lil uzi another activist thousand Bounty. but i really i like juice world too i like his vocals and stuff like that but musical inspiration i didn't really used to listen to like rap music up until I got into around middle school, I'd say. I used to listen to a lot of like rock music, dubstep, reggae. I used to listen to a whole lot of stuff. So I guess inspiration is kind of hard to pinpoint, but modern artists, like the stuff that they do, that's inspired like some of the stuff that I talk about as well. How long do you think like on average that your normal like song takes to like make and like release? So um, on average, I mean, it really just depends because I don't just work on one song at a time. Like I'll work on maybe four songs in a session, you know what I mean? That's not meaning I'll get done with four in a day. But I guess if I really sat down and like worked on it over the summer, I could like crank out a song every day. But sometimes like with recording, mixing, mastering, and all of that, it just kind of hurts my head to hear the same thing over and over and over again. So I guess if I really sat down and committed myself to doing it, I could knock out a full entire song a day. If I was at a studio, maybe like two or three, but doing it by yourself, you got to just pace yourself. So I'd say the average song would take me like two days to make, probably. So you, you like uh, record, like you like, uh, sing the lyrics in your room? Yeah, I do. And here's my mic right here. It's real beat up and ghetto, but this is it. This is what I use to record. So that's that's what you're hearing on all the songs, that microphone right there. Wow. 
yeah, so you kind of said earlier how you could, you know, do a lot of crank out a lot of songs during the summer, but now you're you're a college student, right? So what's right. that been like? How do you how do you balance music wow. while being at college? Classes feel like jail, I won't even lie to you, because I'm <laughs> in my room looking at this equipment and I could be recording, but I just have to do my assignments, you know what I mean? And so it's like, I really want to make music, but I got to balance it all out. And so like, while I'm in school, I can't be messing around. Like I want to do the best I can as well, but it just kind of sucks not having as much time to make music no more. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. do you think it's been uh, like, has it gotten in the way of your ability to create music or has it just been like an annoyance, would you say? Nah, it, it hasn't gotten in the way at all, to be honest, because if you really want to do something, you'll make time to do it. But it's just, it can seem annoying at times because on some days I have classes at eight o'clock and then, well, let me close the window real fast. My bad. Sorry about that. There was a lot of noise coming from outside. But sometimes I have classes at like 8 a.m. to maybe 2 o'clock, right? But other days I have classes from 8 to 9 and I'm done for the rest of the day. So yeah, it doesn't really get in the way. It's just I feel like I get in my own way sometimes. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. So what is your ultimate goal like when uh, making these songs, do you want to like blow up or are you just doing this because you enjoy making it and you're really good at it? Yeah, my ultimate goal is to be the biggest artist alive. I feel like that should be every artist's goal. But I know some people want to just like keep it low key, but that's not me. I love to perform. I like being in front of like an audience. You know what I mean? I want everybody to hear my music. So my goal is to just get my music heard, you know, like have a lot of people listen to it. Yeah, so you, you've done a few concerts, right? Right, yeah. So what has been the biggest difference for you between recording in, you know, your makeshift studio versus, you know, performing live? <laughs> so the difference between recording in the studio and performing live is when I record, I'm all by myself, you know what I mean? And like, I can tweak everything to sound exactly how I want it. When you perform live, you get one shot and that's it. So how you sound is how you sound. It's no sugarcoating it, no auto-tune, no nothing like that. Like that's just you straight up. So in a performance, it's not really, I've noticed it's not really about the way the music sounds, but the energy that you bring, you know? And so when I perform, like I've noticed that as I've gone, the best shows to me at least were the ones where I was like loose, you know? Cause I'm like a naturally stiff type of guy like the ones where I'm like loose, having fun, and like the energy just reflects onto the audience, you know, they soak it up, so yeah. Yeah, so would you say you kind of like the pressure of performing more than recording? Or yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> so I, I guess I compare it to like a game, right? So in high school, like I played football, I ran track, and so the pressure of a concert was like those butterflies in your stomach before your race or before a football game. But then once you start going, like, it's just so fun. Um, so do you have, like, do you have, like, a specific song that, like, at each concert that you, like, choose to perform? Or is it just, like, what's been released re recently? Um, well, my favorite songs that I like to perform change as more music comes out. So I'd say 
Hmm. I don't know. It it really depends on how I feel and what like my audience might want to hear, you know. And so, yeah, it really just depends. So let's talk about a specific song. So my personal favorite song is uh, uh, is Stacks Up, baby. Yeah. And so I just kind of want to know, like, how you got to that final version, like where, like that process of creating that, that track. You know, honestly, I almost didn't even put that song out because I thought it was like, I don't know, too like pop sounding, you know. But as I kept on playing with it, I was like, I might as well just drop it. If it doesn't do, if people don't like it, I'll just put out another song next week, you know. And now that I listen to it, I like it more and more. And I guess the way I got to it was just trying to bounce with the beat, you know what I mean? Because it's a pretty fast tempo. And so I was just trying to, I don't know, keep up with it, if that makes any sense. <laughs> no, yeah, it, it's a very different song. Kind of, like it's, it's a little more poppy. It's very different from, you know, most of your other uh, songs that you released. So right. I think it's really interesting to kind of see how you create such a different, you know, such a different song, I think. Yeah, I'm glad you like it. Yeah. Um, for anybody watching this uh, for this uh, episode and they haven't heard your music, do you have like specific songs that you recommend they listen to first, like your favorites? Um, shoot, I guess my favorite song off the top of my head, I like Two Beams, Phantom, 401 Talk To Me. What else? People like Want Me, that's like a Caribbean, Afrobeat type of vibe, you know what I mean? I mean, I don't, I don't know. There's just so many different songs that I just can't name them all, but I like a lot of them. Yeah, for all, sure. I mean, they're all good. Thank you. And you can't go wrong with the Sensation Out song. Yeah, you know what song I don't like though? Which one? I don't really like Two Door that much. You don't really like Two Door? See, I've I've heard a lot of good feedback from Two Doors. Why why isn't that uh, a favorite? I don't know. It's just. I don't know. I like I liked it, but now I don't know. It's just something about hearing it. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So I think something I don't know if you know this, but when you Google your name, Sensational, like when you click enter, it pops up this whole bio. Like Google like recognizes you as so like like you've kind of gone through all of these like checkpoints almost on your way to like kind of create gaining more and more fame so when right. stuff like that happens do you kind of feel that progress being made or is it kind of like no like you don't really feel progress that's being made until you reach a certain point well I'd say a little bit of both you know what I mean because that progress you have to make that progress happen you know and so whenever you're shooting for a goal and it gets accomplished it's not unintentional like you have to be very specific about it so I guess it feels good that it worked, you know what I mean? But it's never like something that surprises me, you know, because like that's something that you got to work for. And it's just, I guess it's the work paying off. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so as we kind of like wrap up this uh, part, um, how can we and our viewers like uh, help you progress as an artist, like streaming on Spotify, Apple music, that kind of thing? Yeah, um, well, really, it just comes down to the streams and the engagement, you know, like, if this pandemic never hit, like, my goal 
for this summer was to get more shows, have more networking opportunities, but obviously staying in the house, there's not really too much of that. But I mean, I guess a way that you all could help is just to be supportive and continue to support me. That's all I can ask for. So, yeah. Yeah, well, thank you so much for being on this show. We really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, everyone, make sure to listen on Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud. Is there anywhere else people can listen to your music? Honestly, it's everywhere you can search for. Everywhere you can search You for. can just find it anywhere. So. We'll, uh, we'll probably put some links in the description for him, for his Instagram as well. Uh, go check him out. He's really good. Most definitely. Uh, I appreciate you all. Thank you for joining us. We really appreciate you, uh, us having you.